once again. Here we go. This is Gone Mental episode fuck, uh, 107 here at realpunkradio.com. the reckless ones local greats um i don't remember the name of the album that's awful but that was one night for you uh we have we have adam bass player from the reckless ones here live with us he picked the playlist except i picked that song so adam what what album was it off of that was off uh set the world on on fire uh, our second release okay and um yeah so normally i have a spreadsheet in front of me of all the stuff i've that I have on the playlist, but I was busy at work this week, and I fucked up. I, you guys are used to me being a lazy shit by now. Um, so, yeah, I don't have any of the album names. I have the playlist with tracks that Adam selected this week. Uh-huh. So, we'll we'll discuss that, but we probably won't give you the album names. When I post this up on the podcast at mentalrockandroll.com, you can check out what album stuff is from, and make your purchases accordingly if you like uh as you know by now this is gone mental this is episode 107 this is your favorite hour of mental rock and roll uh the start of your thursday night psychobilly fix followed by our good friends zorich radio here on real punk radio uh, we have as i said before adam boatwright bass player of the reckless ones here picking the playlist for us tonight so hi adam how you doing good tonight we're going to be doing uh <laughs> Not so much Psycho Billy, but uh, real horror punk radio kind of ish. Whatever. With a little bit of my band in it. Yeah, I am. Um... Which you know, horror punk, I don't know, Psycho Billy. It's kind of a, a, a lot. Hand a lot of times. A lot of Americans confuse horror punk for Psycho Billy. Absolutely. There's there's a lot of good fucking horror punk bands. Um, I will be the 
the genre Nazi and say, fuck you, that's not Psychobilly, but I mean, there's a lot of bands that get called Psychobilly that I don't call Psychobilly. I call them horror punk, but they're good fucking bands all the same. Sure. I have to admit, I... I, li- I like some Tiger Army, some of the earlier Tiger Army. I think the fourth album was a fucking abomination, but... Um, yeah, I didn't hear that one. Uh, the first... I don't know. I, I didn't mind the third one either, actually. Yeah, you know, most of the people I've known that have the guilty secret of liking Tiger Army say that they liked the first two, but after that it was shit. I liked, I actually, I liked some of the stuff on the third one better than I liked some of the yeah. other stuff. Yeah, well, as an upright bass player, um, Tiger Army 3, the, <clears throat> the bass playing is... Uh, the bass playing is pretty awesome, but it, more so for me, it's it's really right in the mix. You can hear everything, and it stands out a lot more than most albums with upright bass. Uh, so I kind of find myself just listening more to that than Nick 13 whining about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, a, in, a, you know, in only the best of ways it is, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. Um, if, you, if you feel like talking, you, you don't have to feel... Or, qualified talking shit. I've talked shit about so many bands that I later on in other episodes have qualified that I like the band. I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, oh, no, no, no. I, I like Tiger Army 3. I like all the songs, but, uh, you know, there's enough chin surfing going on. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Hey, do you want to go and, and start the, uh... Oh, yeah! So, we got this next song here by this band called Neon Cross. The song's called 1984. And a lot of you guys out there in the psychedelia world might recognize the voice. This is uh, actually Daniel, the singer of Resurrects. This is his other band, Side Project, which is kind of an 80s s deal, but it's uh, amazing. His voice works perfect for it. He's wrote it all himself. It's, it's rad. Let's, let's check it out. All right, here we go.
What the fuck was that? <coughs> All right. Uh, we started out with Neon Cross songs called 1984. Explain a little bit about that. The next band uh, in the middle there was Nim Vind. Canadians. Uh, that song was called Blue Movies. Um, I think Nim Vind, kind of a goofy name, but I think it's like supposed to be like National Institute of Mental Health. They took off the H because you know it's unhealthy or mentally unhealthy. I think Vind's short for vindication. Anyways, rad band. I assumed it was Roman numerals. Roman numerals? Yeah, totally. I've never thought about that. I, th- I think there's a D. I know there's a C. But I, I assume there's a D. I mean, there's a lot of numbers out there, so I don't know. I have no idea, but that would totally... It just it just occurred to me. I... But needless to say, I watched a YouTube video and he explained it. Because so, I was curious. What the hell kind of name is Nim Vind? I, I was curious, too. I, th- I thought maybe it was Roman numerals or maybe it was something spooky and satanic. <laughs> uh, neither. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah, then... Calabrese, that was Ride with the Living Dead. That's off their newest album that just came out not too long ago, uh, Born with the Scorpion's Touch. And I'm totally a Calabrese fanboy. I've I've heard a lot of positive things about that band. I've never really explored them. Um, part of me, I have to admit, I, I've admitted this on the show before, I'm kind of a fucking uh, douchebag, fucking music elitist. Sure. Uh, but I just... A lot of the people I've seen who enjoy the band are people who enjoy bands I don't typically enjoy. I mean, a lot of them seem like the the very... I hate to characterize like that. I, I don't hate to characterize, but I do characterize like this. Uh, I just hate to admit to characterize like this. A lot of them are more like the West Coast, like which tends to be more of like the, the kind of... Um, more of the horror punk that calls itself psychobilly um more of the kind of psychobilly of the woe woe doo-wop kind of school which sure. is there's some really fucking good bands of that but it's kind of really really hit or miss uh there's i think a lot of mediocre bands that use that as a crutch so i've kind of i've kind of used generalization to avoid the band well but i do think um i do think i need to Explore. Uh, uh, you, need, you need to go to the YouTube page and just watch their little web blogs that they put up. They're, they're three brothers. Um, they're from Phoenix. Um, all three last name is Calabrese, obviously. Um, they've, been, is, they've been around for. Is ever. that their real name or is that yeah, just that's, their band that's, name? That's their real last name. Nice. Their dad sells merch for them. I mean. If you like the Misfits, it's like kind of the next best thing. Because I wasn't a, you know, I was just a toddler when the you know, I, original Misfits. I do were like happening. the Misfits. Well, it's cool because they're kind of in the vein of that, obviously with sound and imagery and songs, but also um, they keep it interesting. They're always pumping out new stuff, you know. But they're using it as a, more of a modern day tool as far as you know, YouTube videos and whatnot. I mean, it's it's funny, good stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm totally a fanboy of them. I got to see them. We. We're on tour in California, and we had the night off, and I went, got to see him at Whiskey A Go Go. That was a real cool experience. I got to go backstage and uh, talk to the bass player, and kind of nerd out with them over uh, dancing and misfits and all that fun stuff. And and they're nice guys. I mean, they're just they're they're all about their fans. They're not dicks. So nice. Everybody should listen to them. If not, that's okay. They probably wouldn't hate you anyways. Well. <laughs> Probably there's there's probably some assholes that they wouldn't want to like they yeah, won't sure. want they won't want Hitler to listen to them. Only if it was a dead Hitler, maybe. I don't know. I mean, that that's pretty psycho, Billy. <laughs> um, all right, uh, should we should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. So what's what's coming up next? What do you got picked for us? Up next is Star Fucking Hipsters, and uh, song's called "Look Who's Talking Now." Um, I'm sure a lot of the punk rock guys know of Star Fucking Hipsters, the whole Staza Sturgeon legacy from Choking Victim to Leftover Crack and onto Star Fucking Hipsters. Anyways, this is a badass song, just super tough. Kind of one of those songs you want to blast when you're just having a shithole day. So let's let's jam it. All right, here we go.
That was a Misfits cover. <laughs> that was a Misfits cover. Uh, that last one was <clears throat> that was my old band in high school, live in Bismarck, North Dakota. Oh where shit! All, where all the punks were hanging out. Yeah, that was me on vocals. Uh, we're covering Halloween. Uh, threw that one in there because it's my bass player of that band. His name was Pat. He just passed away this last uh, June, and I uh, died in a pretty shitty car accident. Um, so I just kind of wanted to throw that in there, honor him. Plus, I think it's kind of a badass live recording of Halloween. Nice. Yeah. So, and uh, right before that was No Cash, a song called Knowledge Is Power. <clears throat> they, I, th- I think they're like out of Pittsburgh, or they were out of Pittsburgh. They're not a band anymore, but they definitely follow in that uh, whole leftover crack, star fucking hipsters, crack rock, steady sound, kind of that dirty punk ska screaming. Yeah, I eat all that shit up. So that's what we got cooking. You missed the, the first track. Oh, and Star Fucking Hipsters was the first track. Um, Look Who's Talking Now, which is just <laughs> a badass song. I um, I just covered up the screen while Adam was trying to read that, so... That's right. Just looking at the, the stream stats, so give me a second here. Because I'm not looking at the, uh, the mic, so you might not hear me. We have one local listening. Alright. Motherfucker, join the chat! Yeah. St. Paul even. Same fucking city. What the fuck, dude? It's Dominic. What? It's Dominic Hess. No, he's in Minneapolis. Oh, shit. I is. don't think he's ever listened live. I don't know. I don't think he's ever listened to the podcast, either. I can't believe I forgot he lives in Minneapolis, man. What's that? I don't know why I thought he still lived in St. Paul. Anyways. Oh, yeah. He used to live a couple blocks away. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, for the listeners, I... Our, our, the microphone doesn't go into the headphones, and I'm half fucking deaf, so... I just had to pull the, uh, the headphone off my ear. In order to hear our guests, since uh, I set it up so it doesn't reverberate in the ears, because I'm I'm like those dogs that freak out when they see themselves in the mirror. I can't hear my voice on the, the headphones, <laughs> otherwise I get confused and cry myself to sleep and cut myself. It's so emo. Well, real emo radio. Yes. So if if you guys are just tuning in, or if you've been tuned in and just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. So we're not playing stuff that we typically play here on Gone Mental. Usually we hear more kind of a rockabilly kind of bass kind of thing, or, or maybe uh, some of the 60s garage stuff, or some one-man band, or some country stuff. Going more towards the punk end tonight, um, you are uh, joining us on one of our, our new things that we do every couple of months with the guest host. This is Adam from The Reckless Ones. Yeah. And if you're a fan of The Reckless Ones... You may not have heard a lot of uh, a lot of similarity in, in style, but that's just proof that um, <laughs> the, the, the rhythm section, though, they may not influence entirely the band's sound. They they definitely have some fucking good taste in music. Yeah, I mean, the rhythm section gets written off a lot. Well, I'm yeah, definitely I mean, the, the you, punk in the band. You often hear um, people writing off the bass player, but I think fucking upright bass I mean people say like a bass player is not a real musician but if you play the fucking upright bass that's that's a real fucking I, I have to say that one of my favorite things I, I this is gonna sound brown nosing but uh, one of my favorite parts of the Reckless Ones is the fucking you have a lot of fucking country ass bass lines in there oh totally and that's that's like um, like one of my favorite tracks on the first album you guys it was um I think it was Cold Hands. This is a straight-up fucking honky-tonk fucking... Yeah, it's a straight-up fucking country fucking yeah. bass line. I'm just like... That is... Oftentimes, I prefer, like, the faster tracks, and that's not a real terribly fast track, but it's... It's got a fucking real country rhythm to it. Yeah, it, it does. That song is... We actually don't even play that live much. That song's a fucking burner. Like... It, it when you're doing the the country double bass stuff, the doom 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 doom, that you know that's pretty fluid and easy to do. But when I start cruising on those singles, you know it's it's tough. And then Dylan says the same thing. Our drummer, you know, it's it's a fucking burner. We used to start our set out with that, and we just blow our load in the first song <laughs> and just be fucking dead afterwards. You know, you gotta you gotta learn how to pace yourself. And now we finally kind of made the set into this thing where we we can kind of. You know, warm up because we can't always warm up before we play. It's like a which, workout. Yeah, totally. And you know, it takes a lot out of you when we tour. I mean, even if I don't drink, the next the next day I feel hungover just because. I mean, you're up there playing and you're you're working your ass off, and I mean, 
mean, all three of us. So, and Dylan, our drummer, does stand-up drums, and he's he's all over the place. And you know, Kevin's singing and playing those sweet licks, which I don't know how he does that, but I, I'm not laughing at, at like the humor. I just I, I like the the term sweet licks. Sweet licks. My wife, Chris. You know, you no. Well, she's the only one that uses licks as like a musical term. Oh, sure. Uh, I say my wife because you know. I'm just I'm saying my wife is for the benefit of the listeners who don't know that Chris is I, I over I don't know if you hung out with me enough Adam to know that I over explain myself uh, as I'm yeah. doing now it's alright uh, but <laughs> drinking drinking and uh, beer Ham's beer Ham's beer originally from local now made by probably Miller yeah I'm sure it's some secondary beer company anyways it's a good light beer it's not a light beer. Fuck you. No, it's totally a light beer. No, it's not. There's they have a light that says Ham's special well, yeah, something. PBR light. has Pete Taps light too now. And... Yeah, but that's not a light beer. That's a proper American shitty beer. All right. I mean, it's it's light compared to like a stout. It's light compared to like a microbrew or a craft. But it's not. It's not like Ham's light. It's just regular Ham's. <laughs> no, no. It... So it's it's probably like not three two, but maybe three four. All right, you got you got me in the light beer debate, but it tastes. I guess I consider anything a light beer that like doesn't taste like dick. I'm not much of a dark beer drinker. I don't like craft beers or anything except for tuned craft beer. Everybody should pick up a bottle of that. Oh yeah, there was the reckless ones. Yeah, we had our own. We had our own beer. I think uh, can't remember how many bottles, but it was like a good like amount, like 2,500 bottles made. They sold them all at all the liquor stores around Twin Cities, and you know, go in the liquor store and be like holding up this beer like next to me, like seeing if anybody notices, like <laughs> my little picture on the back, striking a pose. Yeah, totally. Like, uh, yeah, that's me. So, anyways, when's so, the last time you were on a beer? <laughs> um, I, I'm a home brewer. Ah, that was kind of a general question. I can for be on. I, 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 I haven't, but I could make a, my own home brew with my picture on the label. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, that counts. I mean, I don't have the distribution. I'm really the only person that drinks it. But. <laughs> well, you can just dis- dis- distribute. You can get distribution to miners. How about that? I, I don't do. That. <laughs> you can't see my air quotes, but I don't do that air here. Quotes. Uh, so, Adam. Yes. Reckless ones. Reckless ones. Anything upcoming? Um, nothing really. Our, our singer moved out to Los Angeles, California. Singer slash guitarist. Singer slash sweet lick player, guitarist. Um, he moved out there like last October. We've been out there a few times, and, and in the meantime, we went and did some regional shows in the Midwest, and also flew out to Moscow, Russia. You know, out there where it's cold, like in Minneapolis. And um, I think we're further north. Yeah, we are actually. I believe we are further north, but oh, anyways. Wait, wait, no we're not. Well, that's a flat map. That doesn't count. True, true. <laughs> My American geography <laughs> totally is exposed. But um, nothing really planned right now. Our, our drummer's actually making his way out there too, so I'm going to kind of be the last guy here. And But we, we, we've been making it work with our singer, so we'll make it work with me. I think maybe this summer we're going to go back to Finland and... This midsummer has, has that been officially announced that, that he's moving out there? Uh, it just was now. <laughs> All right, I, I hadn't yeah. heard it before, but I've been living in my basement for the past sure. couple yeah, of Yeah, after the holidays, he's, he's planning on moving out there, so I'm pretty sure he's going to. I don't see why he wouldn't, but you know, he doesn't want to deal with the snow anymore. Right now, I don't blame him because it is like zero degrees out. As, as somebody who's lived their entire life in Minnesota and, um, Oh fuck! We're coming to the end of the, the set thing. Any oh. uh, any other shows you want to talk about? Um, local shows. Let's just say there is every Tuesday night at Cause in Minneapolis. Um, they're doing free punk rock shows there. I just found out about that. There's another one tomorrow night at Lee's Liquor Lounge with Ross Kleiner and the Thrill with the Bad Companions. And if any local listeners out there, Ross Kleiner is like the super sexy Chris Isaacy dude. I mean. They're probably they kind of remind me a bit of Nick Curran at times. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, he's like that. He's that dude that like you know, girls want to be with him and guys want to be him kind of deal. I mean, I, I've never wanted. I've never wanted to be him or be with him, but I do enjoy his music. Sure, sure. No, he is. 
It's cool, but uh, what what else do we got here before we? Oh shit! Uh, oh, there you go. Yep, yep. What's what's this? This is uh, Blitz Kid Jane Doe number nine. True story. Here we go. That's just ten minutes of bullshitting. So here's music. What people <laughs> are actually listening for. Makes me finally feel 
Oops, if I turn the mic on. Oh yeah, mic on. Chick chick. So Adam. Yes. What, what what did we just hear? Uh, well, we heard. Started out with uh, Blitz Kid. They're no longer together. They're a horror punk band that's been around forever. Really? Yeah, they're, they're not together. I've always heard them from all the. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I, I, have a, I have a strong prejudice against the uh, <laughs> the horror punk that calls itself psychobilly. Um, I enjoy horror punk, but I just I like people who pigeonhole themselves properly. Yeah, um, well, they they. But I've, I've, I've heard Blitzkid's Blitzkid can't pronounce anything. Blitzkid. I've heard Blitzkid spoken highly of by by those sorts. Oh yeah, um, I mean they're they're, they're a great band and I, they, they pay I, their dues. But uh, that song's called Chando Number Nine, and uh, apparently, according to the dude Argyle, bass player singer of that song, apparently is about his real life girlfriend who uh, went to find her estranged father and was raped and murdered and beaten like beyond recognition. And uh, you know, the papers called her Chando Number Nine as his kind of last goodbye to her. So <laughs> it's like the ultimate horror punk song, I suppose. You know, <laughs> like. Um, following that was my band, Reckless Ones. It's off uh, it's a song called It's Time. It's off our new album, Self-Titled. Um, it's just a badass song about having a good time, you know, rock and roll. And We got a music video for that everybody should check out. Um, me and the drummer flying around in our hot rods and all that fun stuff. And uh, just kind of cool. Can I take a moment to interrupt you for a moment? Yes. Uh, your band also has a video for a song called Dead and Gone. Oh yeah, Dead and Gone. Um, uh, where that's that's off your first album. First album. And I have to say, um, not not to eclipse your band, but I I got to do one of the things I've always <laughs> wanted to do since I was a small child, sure. which may speak volumes about me. I got I got to not not just once, twice got to smash a bottle over a guy's head in that video. So if you guys watch uh, the video for Reckless One's Dead and Gone, um, and granted, the vanity in me has to point out I was I was as fat there. I've, I've lost. So was so our lead singer. <laughs> Kevin was a big boy in that video. Yeah, I've actually I've, I've had people ask if if um, if you had a different singer, but yeah, you know, if you go on YouTube, there's all kinds of read the YouTube comments on what, Dead and Gone. What, once. Once a person hits a certain age, I think they get more cognizant about their their body and sure. how age does horrible things to us. <laughs> well, so say, you you and Kevin are both looking much uh, fitter and healthier and more attractive, honestly. But uh, yeah, you got to smash a glass bottle or a twice, fake glass bottle over twice. over the main character's head. It was it was my live stream. <laughs> Yeah, it's, a, it's actually pretty cool because it's all kind of slow motion almost. What, what sucks, though, is there's nothing in my life from that point on will ever live up to breaking <laughs> a bottle over a guy's head. You know, no Reckless Ones video will ever live up to that video anyways. It was, it was a fucking phenomenal video. We, we got to do that video totally for free. I and, was um... <laughs> I was there for only one... It was a three-day shoot. Yeah. I was, yeah. Only, I was there for only, like, one day of the three-day shoot, and it was like... What, 23 hours? Yeah, the best it was part is it, it was all done by, like, students and kids and stuff. So, I mean, they're just like, what it'd be like to be in film school. So, um, oh, and then uh, after Reckless Ones was uh, this little thing I'm doing. I don't know if it'll take, or maybe it will, maybe it won't. Anyways, the band's called Die Ghost. The song is called Burning Days. And uh, this is, like, my solo project. Um, basically, it's just me recording my room. So I was doing bass, guitar, uh, all the vocals. The only thing fake on it are drums, which I use like real drum loops and cut them up and manipulate them. So I mean, it sounds like a real band. Nobody would ever probably be any wiser if I didn't. So except for a drummer, maybe. So I, I, I enjoyed that. The, the things I've heard of your band, the Die, Die Ghost. Yeah. Um, it. You know, I, I know you have a strong horror punk bent, if, if that's the proper word. Um, sure. I I prefer street punk, which it sounded very very like a, a horror punk influenced street punk to me. Which, yeah, that's, which fucking, that's exactly like, what I'm going. For. It got exactly what I enjoy about punk rock. Do you ever plan on? Um, you ever plan on on doing like uh, going beyond the solo, playing all the the bits? Do you, do um, you plan on doing anything live, like recruiting? Maybe. I, I would I would like to since both my other bandmates are going to be out in California. I'm going to have some time to kill. If I could find the right people to play and you know have fun and 
willing to do it, I'd be totally down. And frankly, I, it's fun to write songs and arrange and do it in your bedroom recording. And I, I think it turns out great, but you know, it's funner with a band. But I mean, nothing will ever take you know Reckless One's position. It would just be an afterthought, just local Whoa. shits and giggles. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to you have to be true to oh yeah, abs- to, absolutely to what you're doing. But I mean, I think most most greats have have side projects. Oh sure. I sure. mean, even Paul fucking Fennick has three or four side projects. <laughs> yeah. Comments, <laughs> comments withheld. Um, so we are reaching we're gonna go over that's what I do uh, Jake I'm sorry, sorry uh, Jake. Jake DJ Hodaddy DJ Jake Noose Kirsty the Valkyrie I apologize uh, Zorch Radio we're stepping on your toes um, I'm gonna skip my regular PSA about uh, support the music community and play the last track of the episode Stick around for Zorch Radio. You have listened to Gone Mental with our guest Adam Boatwright of the Reckless Ones Thanks and Die me. Ghost. Uh, he picked the playlist, and um, hope you guys liked it. I picked this last track, so um, here's the Quakes with Dead Shadows or Dark Shadows, rather. <laughs> Dead, Shad- Dead Shadow sounds cooler. <laughs> Sorry, drunk as Was it Dark Shadows a movie and a TV show? I think so. Maybe a Stephen King novel. But here we go, and uh, after I'm done. Stick around for Zorch Radio. Here we go. Sunglasses. 